All right. Let's go, guys. Go, 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 go. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is Grab Bag Week. We ran out of Louis Gossett Jr. movies. Thank God. So we got to watch Alex. We didn't run out. We couldn't take any more. Louis Gossett sent us a polite but firm email asking us to please stop reviewing his films. Yeah. Uh, so we got to watch Alex Grab Bag Pit, the legend of Baron Toa. Uh, is Alex, it going to be our I, best movie of the month? I, I, I don't know how it could be. Are New Zealand accents the greatest accent of all time? Where is Sean right now? Find out. Mm. On movie oh, podcast. he's doing the, the, the I'm trying. again. I'm going like to try it. and see what we can do. Alec, how did you come across this film? I saw this... a trailer for it on TikTok a while oh, ago. Okay. Because this came yeah. out like, what, two years ago? Last year or something? Like 2019? Like yeah. Or was, that, was it 2021? I think it was 2020. Although, who knows when it originally came out and when it was just like released right. in right. New Zealand? Because I think, aside from the few blockbusters that come out of there, they're movie industry's timetable is way different than uh, Hollywood. Oh, I would imagine. This movie okay. also is the first movie I've ever seen that has a uh, it has like a, a like hello to the Tongan royal family, I, I guess. Yeah, basically I, saying like, hey, we're sorry we're not trying to be, we're not trying to make us look bad. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of interesting. I, I Let me just put this out on Front Street. I know absolutely nothing about like Tongan. The only thing I know about Tongans is from wrestling, and that is incredibly racist. Uh, because as we watched a wrestling movie about Tongans, well, no, but I mean, like in WWF, like they literally their gimmick was like you can't hit them in the head because their heads are too hard, and oh. that you, you didn't you weren't aware of that, Gogs. That's like no. a, uh, oh. Alec, Alec knows what I'm talking about, yeah, that's why the elder finishers were headbutts. Yeah, because their heads oh. were too hard, so they brought in you know some phrenology in there. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, it was that is, that's it, problematic. It was bad. It was real bad. And um, like I, they're they're in New Zealand? Question mark. Right. They're in New Zealand in this movie. Yes. Yeah, which is next to Australia, and not far from Tonga. <laughs> yes. Next door to Australia, but not Tonga, far from Tonga, Tonga Island, right? It's a series of. I had to look it up. It's like several. It's one of those things where if you it, Google it, it archipelago. But when you Google it, it's just going to show you the Pacific Ocean. You're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And then you have to zoom in to see like the four or five pretty decently spaced apart tiny islands that oh, make Tonga. But it's okay. just like hanging out there by what, itself. Is that is Samoa one of those islands? I, I literally, some, I, I'm I so some, ignorant. So ignorant. I, yeah, we're gonna go down like a real racist rabbit hole. I believe it's I, Samoa. I'm not trying to be racist. Own, I'm trying. I just I think so Samoa is its own sovereign nation. But it, is it related? Are they, they're not related? They're just all it. Pacific Islanders. Like I they're see, like, I see. yeah, like because he is the uncle in this movie uses the word Polynesian, and I wasn't sure if that was racist because, like, I feel like. I it, think Polynesian when you name sauce after something. It seems racist. I th- I, th- I feel like the term Polynesian kind of covers. Pacific Islanders, sort of in general. It's what I. That's what I gleamed from the so context like, in the movie. So there's Tonga, there's Fiji, there's Samoa. These are all individual. These are all uh, here. They have a wonderful Hard Rock Cafe in Fiji. These are all nations. These are all like independent nations, right? Okay, all right. and they're all basically like 
like, but they're all adjacent to they're Australia. North, they're and... northeast of New Zealand and Australia. Gotcha. But they're fucking just out. You're like, you're like zooming in all the way, and you're like, there's just nothing but like ocean around you. Like how you, the balls on these folks to just get into a boat and try and find anywhere else ever, mm-hmm. because like you're just good luck. You're gonna hit more water than you hit land. So. No, it's fucking yeah. They're they're hanging out there. All right, uh, uh, all right. This well, has been yeah. geography with molehole. Yeah, well, I, this is this just this shows you how fucking stupid I am. Like I have like no concept of the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm very uh very very ignorant when it comes to uh, geography. Uh, I mean, and I'm embarrassed by it. I'm not. This isn't a this isn't something I wear on my sleeve with pride. I'm proud of this. No, so I mean one, one country in. Polynesia that I've heard of because I read a book about it before is Kiribati. Okay. Kiribati is 32 atolls with a total land area of 313 square miles That's spread it? spread over 1.4 million square miles of ocean. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. That's like a damn Mario level jumping from island to island. <laughs> That's crazy. Let's see. Interesting. All right. Anyway, enough enough geography talk. Geography, the podcast. Tune in. Uh, what a what a show! Do you think there's a podcast about geography? Oh, I'm there's a sure. podcast about everything. There's what, hundreds of them. What the fuck would that even sound like? Like this, this. just a lot of this. <laughs> like it's probably just like picking like obscure places you never would have thought of. Hey man, you right guys ever it. heard? You guys ever heard of the Marshall Islands? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tuning in. Like and right. subscribe. <laughs> Can I be a we're doing a deep dive this week into Micronesia. Oh shit! I know that because oh, we're sticking with we're sticking with the Nisias for another week. Yeah, we're all <laughs> Nisias. It's it's Nisiawary. We're uh, going from poly to micro. <laughs> that that's that sounds like my sex life. Hey. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That didn't make much sense. Anyway, what did y'all watch this week? Uh, Alec. Um, I don't know if I watched anything. Oh my god. Well you did watch well, yeah, like yeah, you're on cooldown for yeah, like watching yeah. a million films. You watched like a uh, hundred. I, I did I did well, I watched one movie. It's called Saint Vincent. Ooh. And it uh stars Bill Murray and uh yeah, Melissa McCarthy. That. It's good. It's a I cute little uh, yeah. cute little kind of dark comedy, but also with like a sweet gooey middle. What's it about? Uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy is a single mom who leaves her husband with her kid, leaves her husband and takes her kid with her. Uh, Bill Murray is an old, like not addict, but drunk gambler who whores around and like bets on the, uh, bets at the racetrack, sleeps with prostitutes. I don't think he does drugs. I think he just gets shit faced all the time. And, uh, through a wacky series of, uh, escapades, he has up babysitting the kid just to make money so he can gamble more. Um, that's the, that's the elevator pitch. So, so it uh, sounds like a, like a, like a friendlier grand Torino. It was like <laughs> a more, <laughs> a kind of more sanitized bad Santa. Ah, it was in a similar vein to bad Santa. Um, but the kid isn't as nearly as much of a dipshit and the kid teaches the old man just as much as the old man teaches the kid. Um, but it was good. Uh, Naomi, I think it was Naomi Watts plays a Russian prostitute. 
who's yeah. pregnant. God, can you imagine? It's really, uh, she's really good at it too. She just puts the most stereotypical Russian accent on everything she says. I would love to see Naomi Watts with a Russian accent. I feel like that would check a lot of boxes for me. Oh yeah. Um, she's basically doing like a Boris and Natasha accent. <laughs> moose and squirrel. Oh no, moose and squirrel. <laughs> um, but it was really good. I thought it was uh, a lot of fun. But uh, in big letters, as soon as like was like the production companies, everything is uh, produced by Harvey and whatever the brothers oh, name Weinstein. Oh. Like, ugh. Oh. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, they, I guess they did. They, they produced a lot of movies. There's gonna be so. a lot of that stinks yeah, gonna I mean, last for they, a while. They threw yeah. their name over everything, so I guess I don't watch that much stuff that they've produced because this is the first time I can think of that I've like noticed it and audibly <laughs> been like, "Ugh." Yeah, it's uh it's not great. <laughs> it's no, not great. Like the Weinstein, the Weinstein companies, they did like all of uh, uh, Tarantino, Tarantino's films, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they did Kevin Smith's movies too, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Not anymore. He would gladly. He would, not Kevin no Smith more. would. Kevin Smith would actually invite that nowadays. It's yeah. like, please, somebody, somebody fund my garbage. Well, he's getting it funded, obviously. Somehow, I don't know. I, if you've seen that Clerks three trailer, it looks like that movie cost about ten bucks. It looks, it, it looks terrible. Like I mean, like just production wise, it just looks so bad. Like what happened? Like he used to be able to make a movie that at least looked like a fucking movie. But who's asking for this? You. I am not. You Kevin said it the Smith. other day. You're like, man, I can't wait for Clerks three. I'm like, what? You're like, shut the fuck up, and then you punch me in the back of the head. That sounds like me. Kevin mm. Smith's gonna buy a new house. <laughs> it's it's just so like I don't know I'm just mad anytime he puts a movie out because I know we're gonna have to watch it. Yeah. So this ugly wife isn't gonna pay for itself. <laughs> Jesus, it's not her fault. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> good night, folks. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, anything else? <laughs> um, Jesus. I finished. Umbrella Academy, and it's excellent. It's outstanding. Uh, I think I'm pretty. I think TJ. I think you'll like it a lot. I like the first season. I need to catch up. I, Gogs. It might end up being like your favorite show of all time. I don't know why, like, but I feel I feel like you would cream your pants for it. Ooh, I need to watch I'm, it. I need to just dig in and watch. I'm it. not sure why, but something about it just screams Gogs, okay. like in a good way, not okay. like. Like I think you would find it incredible. What, do you um, think I'll like it from Jump Street, or is it just this third season's really nailing it? No, I think you'll like it all the way through. Like season one's excellent too. Like season like right off the bat, it fucking grabs you. Alright. Um, I watched the first couple episodes of Paper Girls, and it's pretty oh, good. I have I meant to start watching it. I fell asleep watching SummerSlam last night. Well, they dropped the whole season instead of doing it week by oh, week. Nice. The whole season's on there. We watched the first two episodes, and I like it so far. I'll keep watching. I'll finish it. Is that also based on a comic? Does it have like the same vibe as the comic? Like, is the first episode almost no dialogue? Because remember, I remember the first issue. I don't think had any dialogue. No, there's dialogue in it. There's because like it moves quicker. Like within the first Mm -hmm. episode, they're like already uh, spoiler alerts for Paper Girls. They're already they're already in the future and like meeting uh, what's her name, Aaron's older self. Yeah. 
like right off the bat. What's funny is I can see people saying like watching this and being like, "Oh, this is just like Stranger Things," but I'm pretty sure the comic came out before Stranger Things. Uh, they already are saying that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like, Stacy said the same thing. Like, Stacy was like, "This feels like Amazon trying to capture the Stranger Things," and the vibe of the show definitely does. And I was like, "Well, this- I mean, I feel like it kind of has to." Like the the comic that gave me that kind of feeling like yeah and that com- but that comic came out a year before stranger things debuted yeah. came out in 15 and i think the first season of stranger things was 16 i'm looking forward to watching it i really enjoyed that comic so i uh, it's really good and they're short episodes they're only like 30 perfect. to 35 minute episodes like Love they're that. really good uh or the two <laughs> two i've watched are really good uh the four girls are all good at they're all really good at it um the other thing i watched I watched the first episode of the Kids in the Hall revival. Oh, oh how's that? that? And that's pretty good. Good. Ooh, like, gosh. I was never as much into Kids in the Hall as you guys were, but I still oh, I enjoyed it. it. Um, yeah. Kids the in the first... Hall was one of those things where it was all... Like, remember when Comedy Central was just reruns of, like, SNL from the 90s and, like, Kids in the Hall? And, like, that's all they had. And, like, who's watching it like, anyway? Shorty's <laughs> yeah. watching Shorty's. And Shorty's watching yeah. Shorty's. Yeah. Right, sorry, Alex. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of Kids in the Hall because of that. The, it opened, the first episode, I only watched the first episode, and they're short episodes, too. I only watched the first episode, and it starts with, uh, was it his name Scott? I can't remember all their names. Scott uh, Thompson. Uh, Scott, yeah, Scott Thompson. Mr. October. He, uh, He's dressed as like an old Indian shaman, like hosting a yard sale. <laughs> Already and, like, like this girl picks up a copy of Brain Candy and it's like, what is this? And he starts <laughs> explaining it like as an as like an Indian shaman. And she's like, well, I guess I'll buy it. And she hands him like a loony coin, like the dollar coins they have up there. And he like a vortex comes around and he's like, it brain candy finally broke even. <laughs> and then it teleports, it teleports to the, the boardroom with, uh, Mark, Mark McKinney as like the head CEO from brain candy. Oh, it's so good. Oh my God. Great. That's a good joke. That's a very good joke. The big yeah. table in here. The beginning is, uh, the beginning movie, is excellent. That movie. Some works. of the, it's just like I felt about the show. A couple of the sketches I thought were really funny and a couple of them I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, the show um, is very hit or miss. You do see uh, Kevin McDonald and David Foley's dicks right off the bat. Yes. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Like, them. Full frontal, and they're like jumping around, and it's all flopping everywhere. Are they big? Uh, they're average. That's a no. They're, they're not no. like anything. That's a shame. They're not um, Willem Dafoe. Well, no, no one is. Uh, that's it, Gogs. Uh, I watched two things. Two things. I watched. Uh, I watched. I rewatched everything everywhere all at once. And um, uh, pause real quick. Uh, I saw today, right before I got on the show, uh, the first A twenty four movie to make a hundred million dollars box yeah, office worldwide. It's, it's their biggest. It's the it's the yeah. biggest A twenty four movie of all time. I thought that movie. Uh, Alec, was, have you seen that yet? I feel like I haven't. I gotta watch it. You re- I think you'll love it. I think you'll really like it. I thought that movie was outstanding on my first viewing. Mm-hmm. Like, I really thought it was really, but on my second viewing, um, you hated it. <laughs> no, I, mean, I think I think it might be like I might it might be like perfect. Like it's yeah. I I don't know like like it like it it hit a lot of like emotional chords with me the first time I watched it, but the second time I was just like I was just a hundred percent there for it, and then I could like, and since I knew what was happening, I could kind of like dig in and like really kind of like 
pay attention to all the little clues and hints and this, that, and the other. The entire cast is amazing. Like, I didn't realize, I think Sean might have saying, or Sean or TJ maybe saying this, uh, the gentleman who plays uh, Wayman. Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Short, he, he played Short Round, right? And he played yeah. uh, Data from Goonies. Yeah. He took a 20-year hiatus away from acting. Yeah, and he's amazing. He's acting. And all he did was he did he was the stunt choreographer for the original X-Men movie. He was the stunt choreographer for the one. He also Lee, Well, he did some production work on uh what's on his name? 2046. He did yeah, that. He did some work and uh his other movies too. Uh Mood for, Mood Mood for Love. I can't think of that guy's name. Like now. so he he, like, he stepped away from being an actor forever. He did like a lot of production stuff. He did also this cool yeah. like stunt corner shit. And then he just kind of caught wind of this movie. And he was, and he ran into, I forget who he said he ran into, but they basically like, it gave him a shot to like audition for it. And now he's, if he, if he doesn't get at least a nomination for best supporting actor, it's a crime. He deserves it. I mean, he's so fucking good in the movie. He really like, he's the emotional core of the movie too. Yes. And I, he's just so like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not an easy role because like, he's kind of like the sweet but like stalwart, like kind of a pushover. But that, right. it's not. But, but like, that's, that's his. That's his whole. That's how he. That's his strength as he describes it. But, but like, that's like a, a. That's a card character to play, and like it's not like and and also and it's I hard mean, character to play to not be and and be so and, endearing. Well, it's also it's, it's so it's, endearing. It's not spoiling anything. Everybody knows this movie is a multiverse movie. But like he also you know plays the opposite in that in the movie he plays that like debonair like actor guy in the one timeline and like the movie's so fucking good and like it's cliche to say but like it really is like everything like that movie is like it's just it's such a joy it's a i don't know it's a it's a brilliant film i I fucking love it it's it's gonna be it's i don't see it getting unseated for my 2022 movie of the year and it might be like my top 10 movies of all time i just love it they're putting it back in theaters. I kind of want to see it on the big Good. screen. Yeah. Like I kind of do too. Like it's so it's and the the the, the young lady that plays uh Michelle Michelle Yao's amazing in it and the young lady that plays her daughter. Her daughter is really is good. just wonderful. Yeah, the whole cast. Uh, fucking uh what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Curtis. Yeah, there's, there's not a bad there's not a bad performance in it. So I mean, Alec, you really should watch it. I think you'd love it. It's just I, yeah. it's it's beautiful and it's fun. It's it's like it's a movie that's like it's got so much heart and so much like message and so much like emotional weight, and then it's just like all held together by science fiction and karate and like I don't know how to describe that any it's, different, but it's it's perfect. one of like the we- it's it's a very rare time where something can be like very out there and artsy, but also be like a total crowd pleaser. Yeah, like this a- movie is not like hard, like this is. It, it deals with a lot of like weird ass concepts and like crazy ideas, but it's still at the end of the day, it's just a, it's a very simple story. And really, when you boil it down, and it's a crowd pleasing movie, and they explain everything to you in pretty much easy terms to understand. So they're not get like, lost. but they don't like talk don't down to the audience. No, no they don't either, talk down to you, know? but like they give you everything you need to know. So I can't say enough about that movie. I love that movie to death. And then the other movie I watched. Uh, I was talking to TJ about this. Was I think it's a Shutter original, or it's a Shutter produced, or Shutter got the rights to it. Yeah, Shutter rocks. Um, it's called Moloch. 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 Moloch is a. Uh, he's. I, I told you. Moloch yeah. is. He was a false. Well, uh, a god, a, a pagan god, where they build these giant effigies of this bull. Moloch was the bull god. 
and they would literally put people into the fucking like the statue and burn and uh, burn it like fucking wicker man style and uh sacrifice to Moloch. that's what that's what the uh the blood drinking democratic elites do uh, oh. that's what that's what conspiracy theories uh they, they like alex jones thinks that to this day people worship Moloch and uh try to get immortality well oh. kid rock does he wrote that whole song about the bull god oh my god holy shit dude Oh my! Did you all see Kid Rock like making out with that weird woman last night on SummerSlam? What was that about? Yeah, I saw. I, still, I'm, that. I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. The best meme was "Ew, that woman lowered her standards and kissed Kid Rock," which I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> fuck mm. Kid Rock." But uh, so uh, Moloch or whatever. It's a 2022 movie. It's uh, it's Dutch. Um, but it's, it's, it bounces between being spoken in Dutch and English um, because there's like English speakers in the film. Uh, it's like I was texting TJ. It was kind of like uh, like it sort of wants to be like a hereditary. Like I think hereditary is like a 10. Like I love hereditary. I think that movie is fucking amazing. Um, this movie, when I finished watching it, I was like, that was pretty good. And the more I reflected on it, the more I liked it. I'd give it probably at the end of the day, like an eight out of 10. Um, it's, I think it's really well done. It's very interesting. It's very like, it's very paced and it's got that sort of like dread vibe to it. It's not like full of jump scares and shit. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's sort of a fun, like it's, it's another one's one like movies where it's kind of like blending like, uh, like sort of legend and fairy tale into sort of a ghost story. It's, I, it's worth checking out. Like Shutter put it out. So if you got Shutter, you know, don't, don't cost nothing. I fucking love Shutter, dude. Like, I really, I am really been shocked at how great their original stuff has been. You know, last week I talked about that Gore documentary I really liked. Um, they put out that, that uh, Taiwanese movie, The Sadness, which I wasn't crazy about, but it's still cool that it's on there. Uh, VFW from last year. VFW fucking rolled. Uh, Psycho Goreman was Psycho a Psycho Goreman yeah. Psycho, Psycho Goreman was awesome. They, yeah. they would never do with Summer of 84, did they? Uh, they did not, but I believe it's on their service. But, uh, man, I, Psycho Gorman, a Psycho Gorman drawing came up on my time up the other day. And I'm like, man, I love that fucking movie. It's so, <laughs> much fun. so much fun. Um, I guess the only thing I watched, I did what was I watched a show. I, I watched the first episode of the Shutter reboot of Creep Show. Is it any good? Uh, the first episode was pretty cool. Like, it had, um, I always get the gentleman's name wrong. He was from Poyos Romanos. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo oh, Esposito, Tobin yeah. Bell, and uh, oh. and uh, Adrian Barbeau are in the first episode. Um, word on it, the word on the street is Giancarlo Esposito might be Professor X. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking what? awesome with that. I'm totally I'm not, for I'm that. Not against I that think at that's all. like really cool. Like He's they they cool were. There were rumors that he was going to be Doctor Doom, and I was fine with that. I mean, too. that too. Like, get him He's in that you. He's yeah, very menacing. I, I think him as uh, Professor X would be cool though, too, because like, not to make this comic book the podcast, but like, especially with the recent like Hickman run. Uh, where he's kind of made Professor X like got a little bit of an edge, like he's a little bit of like a like a mega uh, what do you call it megalomaniac because of his power level and like his like I think like he kind of hints that like Professor X is kind of fascist, which I think oh. is kind of a fascinating idea. Like I don't know, like he's he's like I don't know. I I think John Carl Esposito would be great. 
Uh, anything. He's an awesome actor. I want to play the new Far Cry. Well, it's old now, but yeah, the Far Cry, the, the Far Cry game, just because he's the villain. Like, yeah, I heard it's not that great, but like, I'm sure it'd be fun. Oh, that, it, I haven't. I've never not had fun playing a Far Cry. It's game. Always even fun. The, even yeah. the bad ones. I'm just like, well, it's fun. But I was thinking about. That. I was watching. I, I don't remember. Was Creep Show ever a show? Show? Mm-hmm. No. They, but like Tales you, from the Crypt was a show. You right? had you had Tales from the Crypt, and you had you Friday had, the Thirteenth the series, and you and, had Nightmare on Elm Street the series. And right? you're missing one that everybody forgets because it's very short lived. I only knew because I had the VHS tapes. You had Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> wow, which was which was another one. So I'm all for the. Uh, oh, and you're you're also forgetting the Outer Limits reboot that they did. Oh yeah. But like that was a thing like in the late nineties was that horror TV show. I'm all for it. I love short, short, like short. You can tell, era. you can tell a fun little story in a very short period. I, of I, I like. I want nothing more than like bring back tales from the yeah, crypt. Bowl. Put fucking terror. Like put 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 the right uh, yard over there. <laughs> yes, I'm fine. <laughs> um, Give give me some of the, like give me the Ari Aster's give me the fucking uh, the Robert Eggers just let them make twenty mi- twenty five minute little movies I would yeah, love that shit fuck around but yeah like or, some, uh, or uh, you know who'd be great give a whole show to fucking what's his name the fucking Mandy Beyond the Black of Rainbow guy. oh yeah that Cosmos guy. Panthemos or whatever yeah, his name Cos- is yeah oh, Last Panther Flux here we that go was, all your that, Greek your Greek directors you love so much. Like all of them. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah Largo. Yeah, I forgot about him. I forgot. I was like, yeah. There's two. There's only two. <laughs> I'm, I'm one episode. I'm That's one episode. Two, too many. <laughs> I'm one episode into this, and I'm, I'm, I'm. It's so far so good. It's keeping my attention. So, uh, but that's it. Uh, TJ. Uh, I watched one thing. One thing. I watched the new Jordan Peele film. Nope. And. Um, I'm I'm happy to say that I didn't hate it. Uh, it's not nearly it's not us, which I couldn't stand. Um, it's pretty good. It doesn't really stick to the landing. It's fr- it's a frustrating movie because I think it's good, but I don't think that it's great. And I think that like it needed a little bit more time in the oven. Like I feel like it's a movie that like relies on its themes more than its story a little too much. And the problem is, is that it doesn't go deep enough into those themes where it's just like, eh, by the time it's over, you're like, eh, that was pretty good. Like, great performances. Um, Daniel uh, Acuna, is that his name? Kaluuya. Kaluuya. How did I, I got way off. Daniel Acuna is a, a comic book artist. <laughs> He's great. So I'm pretty sure that's the name of the Hispanic ghostwriter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, well, he's great. Uh, Kiki Palmer Kiki is Palmer. his sister, and she is great in the movie. Uh, what's his name? Your boy from The Crow is fun in it for the little bit that he's in it. Oh, Michael Michael, Michael Wilcott. Michael Wilcott. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. Um, the movie is pretty, and it, it looks really good. I'll give him. I'll give Jordan Peele credit on this one. This is his best looking movie. This movie looks fantastic. Yeah. There's a lot of like great wide shots. Like almost everything in this movie is a wide shot. Uh, to like kind of the, the movie is about spoiler alerts, but fucking UFOs. Yeah, and you see that in the trailer. So yeah, well, that one of my biggest problems with this movie is the fucking trailer because the trailers, all the trailers for this movie are fucking terrible. And then after you watch the 
the movie, the stuff that they focus on in the trailers don't like have anything to do with the movie. So the trailers oh. did a really bad job of like promoting this movie. Um, but it's it's a pretty interesting movie. And that the problem is is that there's aspects of the film that I really liked. They just don't stick with it enough. And it's like I I don't know. That is, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but like that. Sometimes, like, the frustrating movie is a little bit worse than being bad, because it's just like, you were right there. Like, you were right there. You had a home run on your hands. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty good, and I, I think that, overall, like, it's it's pretty entertaining. Uh, the best way I can put it into, like, a little bubble would say that it's literally, it's Jaws with a UFO. Like, it's, oh, it's, it's okay. just Jaws. Like, Michael Wilcott is clearly Quint, and it's Jaws. Like, they're trying to catch this thing. And it's Jaws. Like, I, I, it's kind of obvious after you watch it. The, the problem is, is that they th- he throws in these side plots that I think are more interesting than the main plot. And then the ending is just kind of like, I don't know how to end this. And it just kind of ends. Mm. But overall, I mean, I was entertained. I think that it was, again, it was like, it was a, it was a 10 plus production with like a six story. It's the best way I can describe it. Like, I really like the characters. I liked the overall setup. I liked a lot of the design work. Like, not to get too much into it, but, like, the fucking... The UFO looks great, and the design work for the UFO was fantastic. Um, there's a lot of anime influence in this fucking movie. Uh, specifically, Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's It reeks in the, by the end of this movie. Um, there's also... Um, there's a very famous shot in Akira where Kaneda like peels out on his bike and everyone in animation has copied that, that shot. Uh, well, Jordan Peele has copied that shot in this film. And I, I kind of popped a little bit when he did it. I was like, ah, so I see what you did there. I did like a Peter Griffith. I was like, ah, (laughs) Lewis. I don't know, but it's, it's pretty good. I give it like a six or a seven. I enjoyed it. I, I wanted more out of it. But I did enjoy it. I just, I just think that he needed like another half an hour in this movie. Like he needed to kind of flesh out some more of his ideas. But it's certainly not bad. Um, I think that the Get Out is like it, it's just going to loom over his head because he, that was just like he. I think that was lightning in a pan. Honestly, like great concept, great execution, great performance. And no one expected that from him. Like, and, like and his Gordon other heels doing this, his other two movies, like I'll give him credit. I was waiting for the us scene in this movie where he over explains everything that never happens. But like us is a great premise that he drives into the ground and, and it totally fucks up. This is a, a good movie with a good cast that doesn't have a great premise. Like the premise mm. is kind of weak. The, the reason the trailer, the original trailer is so fucking like vague is because the premise kind of sucks. Like the premise is kind of boring. And then they showed that that extended trailer that they released a couple of weeks ago. That that trailer just looks kind of shitty. And honestly, that's more of an honest representation of what this movie is. Like, but the rest of it is so good, it drives... But you didn't hate it. It elevates the content. Like, it really does. Like, if you break down the story, you're like, mm. but But again, the it looks great, sounds great, the the cast is, is very good. Um, it's just kind of a meh plot that doesn't really go anywhere. But still, overall, an entertaining movie. 
I, I'd recommend it. I, I, I did not hate it. I just think he needs a little bit. He needs like he needs like a second writer or something. He needs somebody in his ear to be like, "Whoa, why don't we try this?" I don't know, but not that's bad. What, that's what he has key for. Yeah, yeah. Where's key at? Yeah. But uh, but I again, I would not, uh, I would not, I would not say it was bad. I would recommend the film. I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed it, but uh, I, I, I was. I, I also was going in with the lowest possible expectation. Yeah, you went in skeptical, so that's like. But I, enjoy, I think that's even harder. I know. I, I agree. Like, if it turns your opinion, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, and I, you know, I. Th- it's funny. Uh, there, a uh, guest appearance, a very minor uh, role for Oswald Perkins, who I had to laugh because I'm like, oh, he's a better director in your movie. Like, why didn't he direct this? Oswald Perkins is the son of Anthony Perkins. He directed uh, The Black Coat's Daughter. He directed uh, Gretel and Hansen, Hansel, uh, which I really liked. Uh, he's a fantastic director. Also, one of the, the cast of Euphoria is in this movie, and, and I was like, why did you... She's in it for literally a scene. I was like, why did you cast her? Like, for what? Like, why? You could have just hired, like, somebody for, like, 20 bucks. Like, why did you hire someone that has a name? Like, I didn't... Maybe he cast her and it was done before. Maybe. Before or maybe it was a bigger, up. maybe it was a bigger part before it got, maybe it got cut up. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, go go watch it. It's good. It's it, not something you need to rush out to the theater to see, but, like, when it comes out uh, on the Plex, I would recommend it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, what did we watch this week, though? The Legend of Baron Tor. Do, do you want to tell? Do you want to explain the movie, Alec? Um, I can give you like the elevator pitch for it. It's very uh, it's very A to B. Very A to B. Very simple movie, and it reminded me of some other movie. I had a really good analogy the other day, and I, I didn't write it down, so I can't think of it. Um, we're introduced at the beginning with a, a vignette. Well, actually, I think TJ already mentioned it starts with the two two of the yeah. lead actors I, asking I, for forgiveness from the king yeah. of Tonga for yeah. the content of their movie. I was wondering if that was only in like the Hulu version or like wherever we watched it. I don't know. Unfortunately, the torrent for this never finished downloading. So I, I got I watched it on Amazon and it was, was, it was there. I, I bought it on Amazon. It was one of those ones. It was like four ninety nine to rent. Nine 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 to buy. I was like, you well, know what? I love that dog. That dog's math, baby. Love it. So we start out. I believe it starts with a, if I remember correctly, a, a montage or like a some shots of vintage uh, Baron Toa wrestling, and then we're introduced to a couple who drive down a cul-de-sac. Apparently they make a wrong turn. <laughs> this is pretty funny. And their to me. <laughs> car, you think that you see a gang like follow up on their car, and you think they're going to get like mugged or beaten, but they just kind of dismantle the car around them. Yeah, and like send them on their way. They steal the car parts. This is the nicest looking slum apparently I've ever seen. I, in my thank you. Life. Okay, yeah, I was like, that was the one thing I was like, this is so weird because like they're like, oh, this is like the most dangerous neighborhood. I'm like, it looks nice as hell. <laughs> Then we're introduced to Fritz, who is Ubering to his dad's house because his uncle's supposed to be selling it, but he's 
having a he's having an issue with letting go of the house. Uh, Fritz is played by I can't pronounce his name, but he uh, he plays apparently Young Rock on the on the Young Rock TV show, which I have not watched. Yeah, Gogs mentioned that. I I'd never I haven't seen that show either. I've seen screenshots of when they cut to like the Undertaker and Mankind, and that stuff is kind of funny because they recast those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that I've seen any shots of that is the same is uh oh fuck I can't think of his name now Michael Hayes. Oh shit, Michael Hayes is in that show. Michael Hayes is in the show like as himself, but everybody else has been recast. <laughs> There's a which picture is really wild. Michael Hayes, you want to talk about racism, once said that two black wrestlers couldn't uh, wrestle each other because you don't want to have a double gimmick match. Well, there's, I, I just found, just Googling that, I found a still of, uh, the, I think the young man's name, I, I'm obviously going to butcher it. It's like uh, Yuli uh, Latakefu, I think. But it's got him in that iconic rock turtleneck and chain with the... Oh, with, hell yeah. The, the old 90s picture. Oh, yeah. I really liked him. I, I mean, we'll, get, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get to it, but he, I loved him. I thought he was very good in this. Uh, Fritz, he's apparently like a psych major. Um, he's trying to come up with algorithms for some app. Uh, he gets he gets to the neighborhood. The Uber driver refuses to drive him up the street, so he walks up the street, gets to his house, and finds his uncle being harassed for his lawnmower by some neighborhood youths. He proceeds to scare the youths off. And then they start throwing like papayas at him or something, <laughs> smashing all over his suit. Um, later that night, after quite a while of trying to convince his uncle to sign the papers to sell, they uh, they hear a domestic violence incident at the neighbor's house where a cop is accosting a lady. Fritz goes and pretty much destroys the cop. Yeah. Oh um, my god. Yeah, he he fucking manhandles this dude. Like this dude Fritz, the guy. I, uh, let me look up his name again because I'm just gonna. Keep, I gotta memorize his first name so I don't just keep trying to butcher his last name and calling him Fritz. Uli or Uli 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 Uli. Okay. Uli is like a specimen. He like. There's no way this dude is under like six four, and he's jacked, but not like the rock jacked. He's jacked like yeah. a like a like a swimmer or like just yeah, a, like yeah. an athlete. He's very lean, but all muscle. Yeah. Um, I didn't even say he's six six, and that's yeah, actually he, how tall. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. And like imagining him not being able to handle business with somebody is more ridiculous than anything that happens in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he should be able to take care of his own. <clears throat> While they're out there sorting out the domestic violence, somebody sneaks into the house behind them and steals his dad's championship belt off the mantle. His dad is the legendary Baron Toa, who is like renowned around uh, Tonga and I guess Polynesia. And he has uh, his uncle's always watching his old matches and like reliving his uh, his glory days. Baron yeah. Toa died at some point. Yeah, it's a flashback. It's very sad. 
Mm-hmm. But there's also like a little bit of a drop line when they're watching in the very beginning of the movie when they're watching like old footage of him and he's basically saying like, oh, the neighborhood's safe because like they know I'm around. So, I, you know what I mean? Like things went to yeah. shit once he passed away. I understand something like he's like always he's doing research for his the, the, bio, like the biopic or the biography the biopic. or whatever. Yeah. The actor that plays his dad is really good, too. I, I wish he was in the movie more. Like, I really like the little segments that he's in. in the movie. Yeah. I like that he would beat people up and then slap them with a flip flop. It's like, the, <laughs> yeah. ul- it's like yeah. the ultimate insult. His dad's name is John Tui. He's very good in the movie. Like he has a very good like. I don't know. I think like uh, not to get ahead of myself, but like the the thing I like about this movie is that all the characters seem kind of they, some of the situations are kind of silly, but they all seem very grounded characters. Like they all seem like real people in a weird way. Like I don't know. They seem very relatable, I guess. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Then there's a lot of uh, uh, Uli Fritz tries to go about getting the uh, the belt back. Um, first, he chases a kid down for like three miles, yeah, and like a Ferris Bueller esque chase around the uh, the neighborhood through. I don't know what's going on in this neighborhood at this time. There are people eating breakfast. There are also people <laughs> having like parties. There's like, it's wild. They're going through houses, smashing through doors. Uh, he finally catches the kid. The kid doesn't have the belt. Um, he finds out that the, what was the name? The pig killers? Pig hunters. The pig, pig hunters. hunters motorcycle club has the belt. Um, he goes there to try to diplomatically get the belt back without having to fight anybody and proceeds to get his dick stomped in. And the pick others have and, and the pick others have like a, a walled compound in the middle yeah. of this resident. It's like a normal residential street with this like almost like uh Mad Max Road Warrior esque like it, it, it reminded me of the the villains hideout in rumble in the bronx do you remember that like yeah. the the weird like ha- the gang hangout like kind of like a, like it was like, oh yeah but it was kind of like a kind of like just like a like a waterside bar also yeah it yeah. was like a waterside bar slash warehouse slash arcade like it was very odd like yeah um that doesn't go well he gets nursed back to health by the neighbor that he saved and his uncle and the neighbor's kid. Um, and then he decides he's going to get his dad's belt back. And he commits himself and tra- starts training, running, uh, throwing rocks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, running while carrying rocks. Um, doing sprints. I was I for a second like I got this. I was like, wait a minute! I just saw something else where people are like sprinting up hills. Now it's hustle when he has yeah. to run all the way up the uh, hills of Philly. I was like, that's a different movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, he gets a plan together for how he's going to get the belt back, and he <laughs> he grabs a couple of paint cans. Mm-hmm. Straps a lawnmower blade to his arm mm-hmm. and goes to town. Yeah, the third act is it is beaten awesome. ass. Like, I feel like the trailer that I watched showed everything from the third act 
Like yeah. it was, it was just like, yeah, <laughs> balls to the wall. The first guy tries to kick him. He blocks it with the lawnmower blade, and he compound fractures the guy's leg. It's yeah. wild. It is <laughs> gross. Wildly violent, out of nowhere. Like, and I love the guy. Like kicks him. He looks at his leg. He's like, "What's that?" And uh, Fritz is like, "Compound, compound fracture, bub." Yeah, yeah. How to get they, that look at? Well, they, everyone, everyone they say a lot of like, buddy, buddy, and dude, and brother. Br- well, like, everyone sounds like what's his name from Thor. Korg, it's uh, everybody sounds like Korg. It's it's just so charming. Um, hey, Ming. Another guy who was who's always playing loud music. He proceeds to beat the piss out of him through his car, just beating the dick off of him for like three minutes. Um, a woman attacks him with a baseball bat an aluminum bat yeah yeah an aluminum baseball bat he proceeds to ddd her onto a concrete oh, he, driveway he killed her she's dead <laughs> uh yeah then he has an awesome fight involving pool cues pool balls darts um takes care of all the lackeys and finally makes his way up to the big boss whom he disp- you think he dispatches rather quickly, then you find out he wasn't the big boss. No. The friendly guy who's been trying to help him the whole time and like trying to be like the uh the voice of reason and the mediator, he's the big boss who stole the belt and hated his dad. I enjoyed his dad... I enjoyed the uh the the uh switcheroo on that one. I, I thought that was good. I, see, I didn't think that he hated his dad. I thought he respected his dad and he didn't think that he didn't think that uh Fritz was living up to it. I was, I thought he hated his dad because he was the kid in the flashback where his dad kicked shit out of George's dad. Yeah, see, I took that as like he kicked the shit out of his dad and he set him straight and said, like, listen, this is what needs to be. You're bringing, he's like, I don't care if you're selling drugs here, but you respect the neighborhood and you take care of people, you take care of your kid. And that's like why he like whooped him. But he's like, I don't care about the drug. I care about the fact you're parking on the lawns. There's kids coming home from school. They can't walk on the sidewalk. That's not safe. And he beat the shit out of all of them. Yeah, like he's like is using chains. <laughs> like he's like whipping a chain around a dude's neck and swinging <laughs> him around. It is. Yeah, this movie goes from zero to like 120 as far as the violence goes, real fast. Yeah. Um, and then he proceeds to beat the piss out of George. Um. And he gets the belt back, and all is right in the world. Yeah, he he uh, suplexes him onto a lawnmower. (laughs) God, like, yeah. Props to this movie for like working in like wrestling moves. Like, it's kind of great because we we always complain. Like, uh, you know, The Rock. he doesn't do it quite anymore. At least not that I can remember. But I remember when he first started acting, it was like, all right, when's he going to do a rock bottom in the movie? Yeah. And it was always dumb as shit. I don't know. Somehow the suplex on the lawnmower, like, looked pretty organic. It worked. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Also, like, he's fucking, his back is fucked up. And George, George is played by uh, the captain of Padme Amidala's guard from the prequel. That's who that was? Yep. Oh, shit. I did not put that, that face to him at all. Yeah, the whole time I was watching, I'm like, I know you from something. Where the fuck do I'm I know you? I'm surprised uh, Boba Fett didn't show up. Didn't he? He's uh, Samoan, I believe, or Tongan. I'm not sure. I'm racist. Mm. I don't know. Pacific <sighs> Island there. That that would have been the safe thing to say. Polynesian. 
Polynesian. Sounds delicious. Love that Polynesian sauce at Chick-fil-A. I do. Uh, yeah, so that's the legend of Baron Toa. Uh, thoughts? Alec, you go first. You never say your thoughts before everybody else. Uh, my thoughts are this movie fucking ruled. Like yeah, I, I was one hundred percent a lot of fun. I was, I was a little worried about twenty minutes in. I was like, oh, is this more of like a a character study, and it's not as like action packed as the trailers made it seem and everything. But not too long after that, it picked up, and I was like, oh no, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> like this movie kicks a pile of ass. Um, yeah, man, the kid who's in it, like there's no reason for him not to be like a superstar except for if his accent, like people don't cast him because of that. If he can't cover it up. Well, like he has, he's a fan, like everybody in this, like all the acting performances are like really good. Um, I thought yeah. everybody, everybody did a really good job. It is shot. Like it is like the shot composition and just the crispness of this is like, incredible yeah it looks really good it's one of those things where you could tell this was shot digitally um but i don't think it's it's hurt by it like they they did a really good job with the tools that they had like i agree i think it looks really good i was kind of worried that this was going to look really cheap and it i don't think it did at all i thought it looked really nice and it like i don't know i think that's one of the aspects of the movies i like the most like I know I brought up earlier, I brought up Rumble in the Bronx, but to me, this movie felt like a Hong Kong movie. I, that's probably a weird comparison. But well, like, it's got like the same, like, set, like, you know, it, it's like something's wrong in the neighborhood and you gotta smart the gang yeah, for it. it. Like, it's, it's also, got that vibe. It's also kind of a small story about family and, like, it's kind of like, it's violent, but it's also lighthearted in a weird way. Like, it reminded me of a Jackie Chan movie in a lot of ways. And that's a, that's a compliment from my perspective. Like I thought I agree with Alec. I thought all the acting was really good. Um, you know, there's a couple of little things that I thought you could trim down a little bit. I thought that chase scene in the early part of the movie went on like way too long, but like, other than that, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I didn't think, uh, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't say surprised. I didn't really know what to expect, but I, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Uh, Gogs, anything anything you want to add before we get into five knuckle shuffles? I mean, so, I mean, I'm just going to parrot the same things you guys said. Except, I like, I really, whoever said they wanted more of the dad, I could also use more of the dad. Not that the movie's bad and it suffers for it. He's just so charming, and like his character just seems like. He seems like sort of like that gentle giant, like so wholesome and like, like he is capable of doing violence for, for, to keep things straight, but he's like a good per He just seems like he radiates like being a good person. Um, there's a couple of like lines in the movie that just catch you off guard. They catch the main character off guard, like where all these people are saying things like, like the one, the one kid he tracks down in the very beginning, like the kid has like some really insightful like thoughts and it kind of catches the main character off guard, which then, you know, sort of sets the stage for you as the viewer of like, you know, we're, we're all like, you know, reading all these books by their cover and we shouldn't do that. And we should be like, you know, thinking about these people as, you know, fully formed folks. Uh, there's, uh, I don't think we touched on it all, but he's got a, a relationship with his, he's a mute neighbor who's been like his best friend his whole life. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Who's like like a like a kind of a wacky inventor who kind of puts it all on the line for him, and there's sort of a touching moment where it, you know that doesn't really work out, but everything I think ends up also okay. the uh, the chick neighbor that 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 got almost domestic abused by the cop is super hot. She's a smoke show, yeah. yeah. And then uh, there was there's one line that really caught me off guard was the uh, the part where he's beating the dude's ass with the with the loud radio in the in the uh, in the truck. And he and uh, Fritz, the main character, says something on the lines. Not going to be, you know, so it says something on the lines of, you know, you're not pretty. Bet you think yourself a pretty boy. And he's like, it's not my fault. My face follows the golden ratio. (laughs) (laughs) And Fritz is like, that's a rather insightful comment right now. (laughs) Then he just finishes off with like a knee to the nose bone. Uh, This movie was a ton of fun. Like I, same thing. I didn't know what I was getting into from the very beginning. I mean, you see the cover and you're like, okay, well. There's, they're gonna have to get it on at some point, and then once once you have that first fight with the cop, you're like, oh, okay, I see what's happening. And then the third act is just all gas, no brakes. That's a ton of fun. Yep, I agree. I totally. I, agree. I, I, I'm just looking at the poster for the first time. I like that they incorporated every character from the movie on the poster. Yeah, yeah, the poster is insane. Poster, and poster. I like that it's got it's got the uh, Fast and the Furious font. It does. It's even got the little gleam of light on there. And oh, and, and, yeah, and the and the uh, penultimate boss comes out in full Roman Reigns like body armor. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, which is funny. Uh, after he out. finished, after he finishes diarying. Yeah, shout, shout out to Roman Reigns, uh, who lost the title, who lost both uh, titles last night. Oh, did, I thought he won. Oh, did he win? I don't know. I thought he lost. Oh, did, did he win well, after after Brock like flipped over the ring with a? One of us is wrong. <laughs> I, I I don't care. I fell asleep. I people are saying it was good. I, I couldn't keep me awake, so it couldn't have been that good. Mm. I haven't fallen asleep during any AEW pay per views. Anyway, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. <laughs> um, I did drink three of these while watching it, so that's probably why I fell asleep. Oh, hey, hey, guys, you want to hear something funny? Yes. So uh, I bought these big Sapporo beers, right? They yes. had them in a big box next to the cooler. So I brought the cooler up to the counter, and the guy goes, oh, we don't usually sell those in the boxes. Uh, we sell them individually. I go, okay, well, how much are 12 of these? And it was like $46. But why the fuck do you have the box next why to the, the cooler? Box? Yeah, yeah, anyway. no. Five knuckles from time. Alec. I'm going to give this a nine. Ooh. Like, I really liked it a lot. Um, it wasn't perfect. It had a, a couple of little flaws. But overall, like, this movie pretty much slapped from beginning to end. Um, the lead is out. Like, he's great. Like, I hope he's in more stuff. And as I'm saying that, I'm looking at his IMDb, and he is in more stuff. Let me confirm this before I say it. What the fuck is going on here? He is going to be in more stuff because he's in Black Adam. Mm. He probably plays Young Rock in that too. Yeah, like I hope he doesn't <laughs> just get typecast as Young, young Rock, rock. Everything. I mean, to be but fair, like, that's a pretty yeah, good looks, career for him. That's a good wake yeah. to swim in if you're going to swim in a wake. He does like have that look though. He's got like the jaw oh. and the oh, same yeah. like eyes. Like He pulls it off, but yeah. Like in Black Adam, it doesn't have a character named for him, so he probably is just like young Black Adam. I I know we talked about this, I think last week or maybe the week before, but 
I could give a fuck about Black Adam. Like, I do not care at all. Nope. Yeah, I have. I Me have either. Really stress. Like, I'll watch it at some point, but I'm not in a hurry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anyway. All right, a um, nine. And you call yeah. it a nine. A nine. That's it. Yep, I'm going to pass the mic to TJ. Uh, this is a, this is an eight for me, dog. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's the little tiny things that I wish they could change around a little bit, but overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, stuff that like, like I said, I really liked the Baron Toa character. I know he dies in the movie, but like, I kind of wanted more of him. Um, but I loved, I loved the mixture of, of action and comedy. I thought that it was, it was paced pretty well. I thought that I really liked the characters. Again, I said it during the synopsis, but I felt like all the characters felt like, like they felt like characters. I don't know. We watch so many movies where, you know, they spend all this time with these fucking characters, but like by the end of the movie, you're like, I don't know anything about these fucking people, and I don't give a fuck about them either. And I don't have a problem with this movie. Like I, I really enjoyed it. This is a very delightful film. I'm glad that uh, it was brought to my attention. So yeah, it's an eight for me. A very, very solid movie. Uh, thank you, Alec, for even bringing this up because I would have never heard about this movie otherwise. But yeah, fun. Also, the uh, the wrestling stuff is great. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I again, I, I said it before, but like a suplex onto a lawnmower is is right out of like ECW playbook. It, it was great. Uh, so yeah, eight for me, dog. Highly recommended. Solid movie. Go watch it. Uh, you can watch it for free on Hulu right now. By the way, I don't think we mentioned that. Uh, Dogs. Also, does Hulu does Hulu always play ads before movies now? Because I don't remember them doing that, but they certainly. I think, I think it's depending on your level of subscription service. Ugh, it's so annoying. Anyway, Gogs. Uh It's also gonna be an eight for me. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I own it. I will watch it again. Um, the, the John Tui who plays the Baron Toa, and uh, I, I don't want to do his name justice, but Uli. Uh, Latakefu, Latakufu. Uh, they're great in it. Like, everyone's great in it. it it's, it's got heart. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun movie to watch. And it's like a fun, TJ hit the nail on the head. It's like, it's a, it's like a throwback or a callback to that sort of like small, this is, we'll, we'll handle the gang, we'll, we'll handle this problem ourselves kind of, kind of movie. Um, and you know, it's just it, I don't know. I can just watch people talk with New Zealand accents all day because it just makes me smile. Because everybody's just like, "It's okay, bro. No big deal." But just like, just everyone just seems so happy to be there, uh, and people are just committing severe violence. Um, yeah, yeah crazy, I, crazy violence too. Yeah, like, the movie, violence. the movie goes into like a Cronenberg esque moment, and it's like, "What the? Whoa, hey, where did that come from?" But uh, I. Uh, and I would have never in a million years seen this. So if Alec hadn't recommended it, I'm very, I'm glad, I'm glad it got on my radar because I'm going to really enjoy it. So as long as Sean gives it a seven or higher, The Legend of Baron Toll will be a certified good ass movie. I think Sean would like it. I'm betting Sean's going to pop for it. I think so. But, it's, a, it's a crowd pleaser. It is a, it is a very, it's a very easily digestible fun movie. You know what I mean? Like it's the old Kiwi crowd pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. 
All right, so what's next month, Alec? Uh, next month is Heistgist. Okay. Heistgist. Uh, I got one. Go. Is, is it Heist? Is... No, it's Sexy Beast. I've never seen Sexy Beast. How have what? How have you never seen Sexy Beast? I never have. Oh my god! I I almost don't want to pick it because the heist is kind of secondary to the whole movie, but. I love that movie. Yeah, Sexy Beast. That's my pick. How have you never seen Sexy Beast? I'm 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 very familiar with it. It's got um. How are you? Hold on, time out, time out. How can you be very familiar with something you've never seen? No, people like talk about it like with a lot of like. Yeah, Ben Kingsley won an Oscar. Ben Kingsley apparently, yeah, he won an Oscar for it. He won an Oscar for it. It's Ben Kingsley. It's uh, Ray Winstone. Love him, and it's really good. Uh, Turn the subtitles on. It is very British. It is. Oh uh, I remember the first time I watched this movie and it was God. I want to say it was either. I want to say it was VHS days. It might have been DVD days, but I watched it with Anthony and we could not understand what the fuck Ray Winstone was saying in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like it starts out with a with like a monologue. And it's like, I remember because he's like, oh, fucking hell. And then he just starts talking <laughs> and you're like what is he saying? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Anyway, um, I probably should have picked something I don't have such uh, high opinions of, but God's never seen it. Alec, I'm going to v- venture you've never seen Sexy Beast. Um, no. Do you guys have any ideas of what you're going to pick? If somebody doesn't pick Heat, I'm going to shit my pants. I was thinking about that. I might not pick it just for the... It's so long. It's very long. It's like almost three hours long. But isn't it's it? so good. It's so it good. is. Did I you don't know? know? I got I like four oceans movies I can pick from too. That'd be fun. Plus, there's a lot of other heist movies. There's, there's tons a of heist movies. Of heist movies. It's a great. What about the In, Italian? Inside, Have you inside seen man. The Italian job. You ever seen that? The uh, the remake, not the original. Mm, I think I've seen the remake with all the Mini Coopers. I thought it was fun. We have a perfectly good reason to watch Army of Thieves now. Oh, oh, God hell yeah! Damn it! Shut up! Why did you say that? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! God damn it, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to think, could I edit it out of the show? But then y'all remember, y'all were here. <laughs> so I can't I can't edit it from your me- I, need, I need that men in black stick. <laughs> yeah, you need it. Yeah. Shit. God damn it. I was really hoping nobody would bring that up. Fuck, I don't want to watch that movie. Uh, God damn it. Fuck depends well. how long depends how long it is. Two hours and seven minutes. Shorter than heat. Uh, anyway, uh, so I know this because of TikTok, because TikTok is amazing and I love it so much. That this, you know, the scene in uh, oh, Alec, have you ever seen Heat? Yeah. So you know the scene where Val Kilmer is in the shootout at the end and he's got the fucking the machine gun and he does like the fucking the the mag reloading. Apparently yeah. he does it so well they use that in military training. Jesus, wow. really? Yeah, apparently, like, I mean, it, it's on TikTok, so you gotta take it with a grain of salt, but, like, apparently, like, he does it so cleanly and, like, quickly that, that that's, like, that's how you're supposed to do it, which, I don't know if it's real or not, but it's fucking cool, <laughs> like, because it is really, like, that, I mean, that scene is fucking amazing, I don't know, Heat is one of those movies I'm kind of scared to go back and watch, because I haven't watched it in a very long time, and I'm and Michael, worried. Michael Mann? Yes, yeah, Michael Mann. Fine. I love that movie so much, but like I haven't seen it since I was probably in my fucking teens. I, I, I 
there's so many good heist movies. There's a lot. There's a lot. But I, I want to. I, I want to pick something I haven't seen though. So I I'm have, really I was, glad. I'm really glad that you that the two of you haven't seen Sexy Beast because I think you'll like it. I think you're going to be really. Like I don't think you're uh, you. It's not what you expect. The movie is very different than what you're you're going to expect. And Ben Kingsley is fucking amazing. I'm trying to remember if I've seen Ronin or not. Oh, I've Ronin. seen it. It's pretty good with uh with uh Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. But we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. But there's lots of lots of good heist movies. Yeah. Oof. Oh, Pain and, right. Ga- Pain and Gain is kind of a heist movie. Movies we're still recording, wrong right? Is yeah. Yes, we're All still right. recording. Okay. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's the show. Eat your own ass. We'll see you next week. I'm excited for a heist guest. Heist guest. <laughs> Not the easiest to say. But like I loved I love heist movies. Like it's Bubble. one of my favorite little subgenres. So this ought to be fun. The pressure cookers. Nothing beats the pressure cooker. Until we watch the fucking Zack Snyder movie that he didn't even direct. It's like I think he pawned it off to somebody else. So maybe. No, it's gonna be bad, dude. It's uh-huh. it's about the worst character in that movie, the fucking German like safe cracker guy. Like that character sucked. <laughs> I mean, they all suck. Find out. On Movie the Podcast. Oh, God. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.